every single night, we're going to give you an NFL preview. We're going to pick out one team. We're going to break it down. We're going to give, uh, we're going to take a look at the season win total, the roster schedule, and just give a full dive into the NFL. We start with the Washington football team. Quentin, I'll let you have the floor since they're your squad. Expectations this year. Championship. Championship, he says. That's the only thing I expect from this team. Yes, Ryan Fitzpatrick has, like, never won ever in the playoffs. Yes, I understand. Yes, Ron Rivera also has, like, never ever. Well, I have to take that back. Ron Rivera has been incredible. This team has stayed out of the media. Let me be serious for a minute. This team has literally changed the course and changed the direction of where they've been heading. I just love... All the offseason moves. I, I I don't know if I love the Fitzpatrick move as I as much as I thought I would originally, but I do say and believe that if you can get a quarterback in here that's just halfway decent and better than Heineke, Dwayne Haskins, you know all the guys, Alex Smith. Even though you know, well, Alex Smith came. He he literally left our organization kicking and screaming, which was very rude of him because we showed him nothing but love. But whatever, Alex, be gone. Um, but if you can play better than him, be consistent, and just have a consistent face behind center that you know you know, barring any injury, can command this offense, I think that takes this team and elevates them. They already won the division last year. I'm looking at the the odds now, plus 300 to win the division this season, yeah. um, plus 3,000 to win the conference, and plus 6,600 to win the Super Bowl. The only thing I, I'm afraid of when I think about this Washington football team is the fact that the NFC East is so good. Dak Prescott is back. Ezekiel Elliott is there. I mean, I know you don't love the coach of the uh, Dallas Cowboys, but Dak Prescott can make up for some of those woes there yeah. in Dallas. But that division is is better than what they displayed last year. Everyone was hurt. Everyone was hurt. Also, you know, the lack of fans being there. Like, how how much of an impact does that have on, you know, home foot advantage or just all these different teams that were seemingly out of it are very much different now. So, I love the Washington football team to – Bet to win the division at plus 300, I think there's huge there's huge value there because one thing we also know is that defense wins championships. Not saying they actually, actually will win a championship, but if their defense continues to improve the way it has with guys like Chase Young, John Bostic is a great linebacker addition. Um, I mean, then Jonathan Allen, uh, even Tim Settle. Like, all these guys are very much so together. And even though a lot of fans wanted them to trade – their entire defense for Deshaun Watson in the offseason. I think Ron Rivera has a good hold in this. I haven't, I haven't even talked about McLaurin. I haven't even talked about all these other gadgets that they got in the draft. I just think fundamentally they needed a quarterback. They got a quarterback of returning a lot of the same guys, adding depth, William Jackson at corner. Like they have just done, made all the right moves and checked all the boxes for what they're trying to achieve. And also they're a year older, especially with the young. They were such a young team in general. They're a year older. A lot of these guys know how to play with each other. Um, that's how I feel. I think they're a good bet to win the division, but I am nervous with the fact that the Dallas Cowboys are always in it because yeah. by default, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott are just so phenomenal. Also, their offensive line is always good. The defense went healthy. Like all their units, the the Dallas Cowboys, I, I kind of understand why so many people are on them. They're America's team. Everyone is always on the Cowboys because on paper, they should be the best team or one of the better teams in the NFL. They always just have an injury that uh, that comes about. Or they're just not giving the ball to Ezekiel Elliott 500 times a game for some reason, and they're having Dak Prescott drop back and attempt 40 passes a game. So I will say that the Cowboys scare me the most. I mean, I know the Eagles. I don't believe in the Eagles. I think the Eagles suck. And also the Giants. The Giants are also also interesting, except for the fact that Daniel Jones 
only plays good against the Washington football team. Everyone else, he's trash against. Yeah. And, you know, well, Saquon Barkley, is he healthy? If And he should be healthy. He can come back to and help that running game. So that's my very generic non-deep dive to set up what we're going to talk about here with the Washington football team and their future. Yeah, and every single night we will pick a new team to preview. We start with the Washington football team. We're also going to be talking some baseball in the next hour with John Heyman. Super excited for that, especially after everything that's going down uh, tonight in the world of Major League Baseball. So I look at the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm really high on the Dallas Cowboys offensively. I think they're going to put up 35 points per game. I mean, you look at what Dak was doing the first couple weeks of the season before the injury. He was on pace to break the passing yardage record. And I think that he's going to put together an MVP-type campaign. Is Ezekiel Elliott going to be right? We'll wait and see. But I love their weapons, obviously, man. I mean, they're just stacked with weapons there. But they don't play any defense. And they didn't really do a whole lot to fix that defense. So I have concerns about their secondary as well as their pass rush. And if I'm predicting or if I'm betting money on any team to win a division, they need a pass rush or they at least need an elite corner. And I don't think Dallas has that quite yet. I look at New York and I think I'm a little higher on the Giants than most because I'm actually a little higher on Daniel Jones than most because Daniel Jones, no, I get it. He's a disaster. He turns the football over way too many times. But the thing about him is the guy can make plays with his legs. He can make the right throws. He just turns the ball over too much. Like the small hands thing. It's real with him. He fumbles the ball. He loses it all the time. You remember that Big Eli Manning right there? like uh, small hands Burger King commercial when yeah. he had a Whopper? That was funny too. That's Daniel Jones. That's how I feel about Daniel Jones yeah. though. And so uh, if he could just limit the turnovers, they've improved defensively. And the biggest question mark for them though, Saquon Barkley, is he actually going to stay healthy for half of the season, let alone for now 17 games, a 17-game schedule. So I can't wager any actual money on the New York Giants. So for me, it would be between the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys, and I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. If Miami doesn't replace Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I get that they had to do it because they had to see what they had in Tua, at the same time, man, like... He always gets the short end of the he, stick. He's always a baller when he's replaced. It's not like he's stinking it up when people are brought in to, to replace him, like... He's always decent. Well, that was the thing is he was balling out. He had him in playoff contention. And he was hurt, too, when he got pulled for Tua. It's crazy. And, and the thing with Tua was, like, you could see those first two starts with Tua that, like, he clearly didn't have what Justin Herbert had. And I'm not knocking Tua. He needs a full offseason, a full preseason. Like, any rookie quarterback that put together decent numbers, a.k.a. Justin Herbert, what he did last year, that's the reason I'm so high on Herbert this year. And I see him as... Maybe not this year. Maybe next year is a legit uh, NFL MVP candidate. But the reason I think the Chargers could like legitimately win double-digit games is because look what he did without any preseason. He didn't even know the playbook. Um, he was calling plays off a wristband his entire rookie season. Same thing with Tua. But like if you noticed it, like Miami should have been into the playoffs. They were in every single game. And what would they have to do in the fourth quarter? Bring Fitzpatrick back into that game. So I like Fitzpatrick in this offense. And I like that you have a 1-2 uh, one-two backfield, the one-two punch in the backfield, I should say, a one-two combination with Antonio Gibson, and I like J.D. McKissick, and like you brought up Terry McLaurin, I think he's one of the more underrated receivers. They also brought in Curtis Samuel. And Curtis Samuel <laughs> as well, baller. man. Like, and also you got Logan Thomas, who's a good possession receiver at tight end, and you got a rookie wide receiver in Dimey Brown, who's I think going to be a solid addition as well. So I just think that the offense, I mean, that was the goal this offseason. We have to prove improve offensively, and I think they've done that. Uh, in the offseason. So, I think it's very realistic that this team has a top five defense. Do we agree? Oh, absolutely. And, that's, and, and that was why I was saying, like, going into the offseason, all they had to do was add some playmakers to the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Now, we'll see, like, are you going to get good Fitzpatrick? Or are you going to get that uh, the Fitzpatrick that shows up, like, the first six weeks of the s- season? And then he has those three interception, 
four interception stinkers and you got to pull them? Because then what's what's the backup option at quarterback? For Taylor Washington? Heineke or Kyle Allen. And I honestly thought that they were just going to go with uh, Heineke to be to be quite honest with. I you. mean, and honestly, it's, it's not like they aren't going with Heineke because Ron Rivera has said this it's is an very open much quarterback. A, a but, quarterback. But do you believe that or, or like with with most coaches? No, but with Ron Rivera, yes, I think he has the intention of starting. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think that's what the game plan was when you acquired him. But I don't necessarily think he's just giving it to him. Like if he he has to prove himself. I, we've seen we've seen starting starting caliber quarterbacks that are in these competitions that are not the better quarterbacks in camp and still get the job just because they're supposed to be the better option. Um, I mean, we've seen that with I'm trying to remember who that was in Washington, actually. It was it, it might have been the Dwayne Haskins like Dwayne yeah, Haskins Dwayne may have Haskins. been the worst starting quarterback in NFL history. I'm kidding. He, he, he was bad, but no, he wasn't that he, bad. No, he's pretty bad, though. But it might have been Haskins. But he didn't care. Haskins so he at least had built Smith, an excuse. I believe, like, Alex Smith and all these guys showed a command of the offense, but Dwayne Haskins was who Dan Snyder wanted to be the starter. He was the young guy. He was mm-hmm. the, Like, he wasn't phenomenal, but they went ahead and started him. And then look what Ron Rivera did. He said, okay, I'm, I'm going to show you that this is not the right decision to make. Haskins comes in there. He stinks it up on the field and off the field. I mean, I, I think I'm looking at the apartment in which – he was throwing parties out of during the middle of COVID. Yeah. Had strippers in there, strip clubs and dollar bills. I thought I was looking at a Rihanna music video. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so he was he was not doing what he's supposed to do. He gets pulled and then you put in guys that have that character. You, you, you're not a huge fan of character. I am a huge fan of character. That's a crazy thing that we have to say that here on BetMGM tonight. But yeah, you know what character is when, when you're a Green Bay Packer fan? It's your pass rushers being named Dean Lowry and Tyler Lancaster. So yeah, I like character. Yeah. But I'd rather have. But some- you don't need it. No, I want okay. some. I want some dogs. Yeah, man. but also to the to the same point though. Uh, back to Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think there is an actual competition, but I would not be surprised if you know Fitzpatrick gets the nod because that's who Ron thinks can come in, and they can both mutually uh, benefit from this. Only a one year deal, so it's not like he's committed to a thirty eight year old um, for a long period of time. But also, what do you think about the fact that I don't necessarily think Fitzpatrick is going to have to sling the ball a whole bunch in this office? Like that's just not kind of what he's come here to do. Like, what they want to do is set up the pass. They want to do play action. They want to run the football. They want to run the football and control the control the clock. They just want the quarterback to be more talented and be able to make those passes down right. the field, make those plays with your feet to not just be a liability in that area. Because yeah, they already have a very talented backfield. The play calling is good, but you don't have a quarterback that can stretch the field and be clutch when you need them. Because you, you can't be down uh, seven points or eight points in the final – Two minutes of a game, we'd be like, man, I, I wish we could throw this air this ball out, but we're on our own 20, and it looks like we're going to have to run this baby and, and hope we can get a jet sweep to to bust off for 45 yards. Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. No, and, and for sure, and, and that's what every team in the NFL is trying to do right now. Like, look at Tennessee. Everybody's like, man, what what is what, what's changed, you know, with Ryan Tannehill from when he was in Miami? Well, what's changed is everything he does is pretty much based off the play action. Yeah. It's because there's really no way that you could play them because you got A.J. Brown, and man, that's why they're going to put up 35 points per game probably offensively. I'm not really sold on them defensively. Say, can they but stop you're anybody, gonna, though? You're not going to be able to stack the box against Derrick Henry because you got A.J. Brown, and now you got Julio Jones. And we can talk and, a little bit more about that later, but I, I, I think you're a little too low on Tennessee. No, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll maybe come around on them. I don't know. I got their because, defense is so bad, though. Yeah, but but the fact that they have Derek, like Derrick Henry in that Tennessee offense has already been phenomenal. We talked about AJ Brown and Ryan Tannehill, but 
You just added Julio to a team. And, I know. And, and, but he, he's got to stay healthy, though, is the problem with Julio. You know what I mean? But I also worry about his mo- his motivation. But really quick, back to Washington. So what yep. they're trying to do. So I get what they're trying to do because this is the same thing I was saying like with Green Bay when everybody was asking why did they draft A.J. Dillon in the second round even though they had Aaron Jones and every Jamal Williams. Every time Green Bay is referenced no, out, because, of, out, of, out of context, yeah, every, I'm dinging a bell. Yeah, because there's no teams in the NFL that are just going to drop back 45 to 50 times and, and throw the ball that many times unless they're the Kansas City Chiefs yeah, and you have Patrick Mahomes because yeah. even with Green Bay and the reason I bring this up is because that's where the MVP plays right now or at least did play Aaron Rodgers and he threw 48 touchdown passes but he was only sacked 20 times last year and if you look at it it's because 25 of those came off of play action because teams had to either sell out to stop the run or double team Devontae Adams and that's what they were able to do with Aaron Jones Jamal Williams and of course AJ Dillon once they finally got him out of the COVID protocol and I think Washington is going to be able to get both of those guys 15 carries per game, and they're going to be a run-heavy team. All right. Well, over nine wins. Yes or no? Yeah, over nine wins for sure. And I'm, so taking, win, the, I'm taking them to win the division. To win the division. So they actually have Absolutely. the second longest odds. The Cowboys are favorites plus 115. Washington plus 250. Good value there.